Coming up on our hella confusing 20s. Your boy is so international. Thanks for making this uh, an international, I guess, four, na- four nations. There's four nations. <laughs> mm, Melbourne feels like China. <laughs> there were so many Asian people and like Indians, which I know you're going to say Indians are Asian. Yeah. Speaking of Miley Cyrus, she divorced Liam. They split. What? How am I meant to believe in love anymore? Without further ado, let's get into the show. All right, here we go. Recording. Recording. Um... Hey guys, welcome to... What are the things I gotta make sure I say? Let me just write that that down first. Welcome back to um, our, our Hella Confusing 20s. It's me, Jeremy, aka Not Funny Funny Guy, and I'm talking about the confusion of our 20s, and also just things that are funny, and also things that are cool. And just in, in regards of, uh, you know, things that, that are cool, I was looking at the, uh, the analysis of where people are listening to the podcast... Whoa, how fun, how fun. I got people listening in Australia, duh. I got people listening in the US, duh. But, surprise, surprise, I got a Canadian listener. Hey, Canadian, eh? That's probably not the best Canadian accent, but you know what? I'll work on it, you know, because we're all about authenticity here at um, our Hell of Confusing 20s. And I got a listener from Taiwan, wonder who that could be. Thanks, Patrick. And look at this, Merrickville, Houston, Kellyville, these are the cities, Kirkland, Gig Harbor, Sydney, yeah, Neutral Bay, Wiley Park, West Pennant Hills, Hayward, whoa, man, your boy is international, your boy is so international, so uh, you know what, thanks, thanks, everybody, thanks for making this uh, an international, I guess, four four nations, there's four nations, (laughs) but thanks for making this an, an, an international podcast, you know, with your boy, rocking with your boy. <clears throat> what's going on, huh? What's going on in, uh, what's going on in the States right now? My mom was telling me something about like drama with China, blah, 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 blah. They think there might be a recession. Crazy, man. Just another day in the office, huh? Just another day in the office for old Trumpo Jumpo, you know? Trumbo-lama-da-ba-da-ba-da-boom-ba-goo. That's a nickname I just made up. I don't think I'm going to keep that one, though. I'm probably never going to say that again. Because uh, I don't think it sounded very good. But, you know, America's crazy. Anyway, what I really wanted to talk about, oh, there's a whole host of things. Oh, oh there's a whole host of things. Um, I just literally, before I started doing this, I watched the, the trailer from D23 of Star Wars. How fucking sick does that look? Huh? How fucking sick does Star Wars look? Like, the movie could just be awful and just have, like, the worst story ever. And I would still just enjoy it so much. Because look at the lightsabers. Look at the fighting. The whole thing with Rey with like her red lightsaber. People are like, oh, it's a vision. It's a dream sequence. It's not real. Maybe it's real. And you know what? Who gives a fuck, man? It's exciting. It's tantalizing in the trailer. It's like that quote from Will Ferrell that they put in watch in, in N-Words in Paris. Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. Gets the people going. <laughs> and it certainly has me going. I'm going to watch that. Fashow. And then there's what? The freaking Game of Thrones dudes are directing the next trilogy. And freaking D23, they announced their streaming service, that live action Lady and the Tramp. How cute are those goddamn dogs? 
the Liz McGuire TV show, Star Wars TV shows, you know, Disney, man, they're killing it. Star Wars Land's doing well. They announced the freaking Marvel expansion and California Adventure. Bro, Disney is unstoppable. Stop, but unstop. Oh my God, I literally just, I was going to say it, that I was like ready to say it properly and it just didn't come out. Unstoppable. That's what Disney is. Tom Billu talks about trying to build a studio to rival Disney, bro. They just keep on getting further and further ahead. But hey, no, that's good to have goals, though. That's good to have goals, man. I have goals, too. You know, and we got to believe in them. Speaking of fucking belief, you know what I just listened to on the bus ride home? A fucking Joel Austin podcast. Holy moly. My mom used to listen to those. And I was like, God, this is so silly, huh? This evangelist guy just woke up. What God wants for your life, you need to let God do it in your life. But you know what? I'll, I'll admit this. You know, do I believe in all that stuff necessarily? Nah. Nah. But was listening to Joel Osteen talk about you're not finished. Fucking God has great plans for you. Things are going to work out, basically. Was I inspired as fuck listening to that on the bus? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, did I feel great. I was like, oh, fucking tell me, Joel. Tell me these goddamn plans God has for me. I'm excited about that. Yes. So much yes. Yes. Speaking of Star Wars, though, can we just can we just reroute back real, real quick to Star Wars? So I read, I think it was the, who the fuck did a feature? Was it Forbes? They just did a cover, like a feature on on Kanye. I think it was Forbes. Because otherwise it would have been success or something. Nah, it was definitely Forbes. And apparently he's working on doing... He's designing houses inspired by Tatooine. What is that from Star Wars? Is that like Anakin Skywalker's home planet? Whatever. If you fucking know the details of Star Wars better than I do, you just answered that for yourself in your head. And if you're not... We don't give a fuck, you know? It's a Star Wars planet, and he's designing houses that are inspired by Tatooine for low-income housing. Cool, man. That's so cool. I really I really love design Kanye. I love that he's all up in the design now. And like he was talking about the Yeezys, how just he wants to bring, he wants the shoes to bring an immense amount of joy. And I'll tell you, those lunar yellow 500s that Monica got me, oh boy, do they bring me joy. They're so comfy. They're kind of dirty now because I wear them all the time, but oh, I love those shoes. I'm going to die in those shoes. You know, maybe not, but I'm going to wear them a lot. There's a lot of wear left in those in, <laughs> in those shoes, man. And I was just in, we were just in Melbourne over the weekend. Holy moly. We didn't realize how many Asians are in Melbourne now. Like they're so like, honestly, because we, I mean, to be fair, we were kind of right on the cusp of Chinatown where we were staying. But literally, the crowds were jammed at night. The, the streets, I'm sorry, the crowds. The, the streets were jammed with crowds at night. And white faces were few and far between. Like, it felt like we were in China. Like, for real, for real? For real, for real. That's not a bad thing. I'm not commenting on it in a negative way. I'm just saying, mm, Melbourne feels like China. There were so many Asian people and like Indians, which I know you're going to say Indians are Asian. Yeah. But I think most people, when I said Asian, they probably thought like Chinese people, you know, that's just, I don't know. Things are changing, but for right now, 
Kabuyaka, Buyaka, 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 Buyaka. Okay. Mm. And when we were in Melbourne, speaking of Yeezys too, like the Bone Whites came out. Holy moly. All the Asians were out for that. In front of Sneaker Boy, lined up since Thursday. Probably exclusively. I think there was like two white people in the line that were camped. The rest was all Asian. I even waited for like an hour at the Foot Locker raffle just to see if maybe I'd get lucky and get called. And uh, guess who showed up to the Foot Locker raffle? 98% Asians. There was like an Aussie dad and his son next to me. And like the son had like an off-white shirt. I was like, damn, look at off-white go. Like everybody has the off-white Nikes. But I was looking at like just the off-white, just off-white sneakers. Like just pure off-white. They're fucking dope. Oh man, people are sleeping on those. Except I did see one Asian dude in Melbourne just walking with like these blue off-white sneakers. Ooh, he was fly. Ooh, he was fly. And you know what? I, I don't even, I have no qualms admitting that. You know, because... That's not even true, actually. He wasn't fly, just the shoes were fly. Just the shoes were fly. Oh, man. I'm sorry I led you guys astray. I I was kind of, you know, a little unclear with what I was saying. But those off-white sneakers, fresh to death. They're fresh to death. (laughs) Is it like my baby voice? What is that? They're fresh to death. The off-white sneaker, fresh to death. That's not even a baby. That's a weird voice. I don't know. We're not going to put a label on it. You know, we're in our 20s, we're exploring, we're seeing the world. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put a label on it. All right, just make it, yeah, 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 you decide. You decide what you want to call it. Um, so I read this book on midlife crises. I may or may not have, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it to an extent. And I just, oh, did I even mention how I just feel like that's what we're, like what we're doing in our, like in our 20s? Nah, you know what? I don't really think I've talked about it. I think I've just thought about it so much. It feels like I've talked about it. But here we go. So basically, it was just talking about how, like it was talking about this painting. Um, oh my God, I'm just going to look it up. Voyage Through Life or whatever, just because I, I feel like I should put that in here. Okay. The Voyage of Life by Thomas Cole. And it has four images and it kind of shows like youth and you know, the kind of trajectory of like sky high aspirations. And then when you're an adult, just kind of, just kind of like life disappointing you and things are so hard. And then at the end of your life, you're like grateful again and you're peaceful. And the the reason that the, the author Jonathan Rausch kind of, you know, used that painting is because like there is a phenomenon that is observed worldwide where, you know, it, it, well, the I guess ages vary, but like 50s-ish, you know, 40s, 50s, there's this trough where people are succeeding by every measurable standard, you know, relationships, career, blah de blah 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 money, moolah, they're driving a nice whip, um, and they're just, nothing feels meaningful, and they're just increasingly discontent, and they don't know exactly why, and this is, you know, the studying of midlife crises, and... I mean, like part of it, it does seem kind of biological, I guess, is kind of what what the research was suggesting, journalistic research, not scientific research. But he was also talking about how, like we, a lot of us really can have such huge expectations for our future when we're in our 20s and when, when, our, in our, when we're in our youth. And as we live longer and longer, like at first, like a year passes and you're like, oh, well, I didn't do it this year, but it's going to happen next year. 
oh, but it'll happen next year. And then you get to your 40s and you're like, oh, maybe, maybe it's not going to happen. You know, your life is just not what you hoped it would be, what you thought it would be. And so you just kind of have like discontent. And like he was saying, he was a journalist and like he's always wanted to be a journalist, but he started having weird envy of others like, oh, damn, like that person has a successful business or this person is doing that. And like just success in other professions that he never even cared about doing. Suddenly he was jealous because like, damn, why don't I have that? Why don't I have that award or this thing? Blah, 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 blah. And basically the reason I brought it up is because I feel like, hey, we're in our 20s. I feel like we're having that shit now because of modern technology. Like it's just so easy for us to have our high sky expectations and then to see the motherfuckers that are already, you know, living at that level that are our age or younger and they're flaunting it on social media and whatever. Some of it's fake, but also a lot of it's real, dude. A lot of it's real. (laughs) Those people, you know, and it's like when like the most, the majority of us, like we see those images and we hold ourselves to that standard and it just makes us feel worthless. You know, it's like, damn, what am I doing with my life? And it's so easy to just feel lost and like you're on the wrong path or you don't know what you're doing or you're no good. Oh, man. What am I here to say? Am I going to say, oh, don't worry. That life isn't real. No, because I mean, it is. Like, there's people living it. But you know what I will say? I think it's important to remember like, actually what you want to do and no that's a tough advice because you might not know what you want to do but then maybe take comfort in this those people who are super successful they knew what they wanted to do and like you know they they did it at their pace and they just kind of dug it and maybe they always knew maybe they did investigation but here's the good news right you got a long life you know we got a long life we're in our 20s we got time to figure stuff out to really experiment say oh i like this let me do this more But I really do feel like mastery in like one thing, just a deep, deep dive into one thing. That's really how you get to where you want to go, you know, just to being to being capable, to being knowledgeable, to being skilled, even if you don't become super rich or super, you know, famous or well-known, whatever, at least you can really find, I think, a a satisfying enjoyment in being like a a master, a, a lifelong studier of that field, you know, like, um, in um the book about hope, I mean, Mark Manson was talking about like just so many people just want shortcuts. They want life hacks. They basically want the results of mastery and years of work without having to become masters and work for years, which is crazy to me. Like the, when you, I mean, obviously I, I kind of, I'm sure was susceptible to that as well. Like, fuck, 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 I want that. But the more I think about it, when I step back from the kind of, you know, I'll be, I'll, I'll use a little bit of a, uh, exaggerated word you know the the, the brainwash that cultural conditioning really like i i don't think the end goal is as satisfying as just the, the process you know the process of getting to do it you know like it can really be like i mean i've read lots of lots of stuff where i'm just talking about you know where actually achieving our goals doesn't necessarily make us super happy but all the little steps we took along the way that made us feel like, oh, I'm making progress. That stuff really brings us fulfillment on a neurological level. <laughs> Monica's been watching so much Big Bang Theory, and now I just think of all those characters. Ah, oh, how great. How great are those characters, huh? I get why Jim Parsons won three Emmys in a row. But, mm, 
Yeah, I feel like that's the enjoyment, though. It's like, you know what? Like, acting, you know, I just want to enjoy just getting better at it and, like, film acting and writing. It's like, how can I just enjoy day-to-day the process of learning, of growing, of creating for its sake without being like, oh, I, I just want to be a master already. I just want to reap the fruits. Bro, I mean, I get that, you know. We can be so results-oriented, so jump in the gun, but... Hey, let's take a step back, you know, let's take a breather, let's be in our 20s, let's enjoy life. Because if you jump to the end, you know, it's all about the journey. What did Miley Cyrus say? It's the climb. Oh, speaking of Miley Cyrus, she divorced Liam, they split. What? How am I meant to believe in love anymore? Why did you? Oh, Liam and Miley? Come on, man. Why are you guys doing that to us? You know what you meant to the culture? You guys know what you meant to the culture? so yeah you know enjoy the process i've been getting super more into clothes again lately monica is a good influence for me in fashion style dude clothes are so cool like designer clothes like i remember like uh i was looking at maslow's hierarchy of needs and like i forget once a lot of that shit is fulfilled you look for aesthetic beauty you know just beauty in the fucking world simple beauty and so many designer clothes like people all these fucking entrepreneurship accounts and shit on Instagram, they like hate on it. Oh, designer clothes are a waste of time. Oh, they fucking depreciate in value. Yeezys depreciate in value. It's a waste of money. Invest, blah, 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 blah. Whatever, bro. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. You know what? I get it. Sure. You're not going to necessarily be flipping, making money, all that stuff. But bro, to, in, to be able to enjoy the quality and the design and just the aesthetic purity of a lot of these fucking garments... That's such enjoyment, man. To me, that's not a waste of money. You know, I think that's a, that's a, it's like, if you really enjoy that shit, that's a fucking great way to spend money. There's just such a stigma like, oh, you're just doing that to impress people. No, no, I just like it. You know, if you have the money and you can afford it and you enjoy it, why not? You know, who gives a fuck about impressing other people? Like 21 Savage is like, oh, I don't wear jewelry because all the richest people I know don't wear jewelry. There's like that fucking Instagram thing always going around. Well, bro. I would fucking wear jewelry because I like jewelry. You know, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. I just think it looks cool. And I just, I enjoy it. You know, just do fucking things you enjoy, man. There's all these things, motherfuckers hating on shit. Motherfuckers uplifting other shit. But speaking of fashion, though, you know what makes me so nervous? I remember, like, I read in Esquire years ago, this, like, college student who would go try on, like, really nice suits. Like, thousand dollars. Like, no, what the heck? That's not that expensive. Several thousand dollar suits. And he would know that he can't afford them. He couldn't, he wasn't going to buy, like he just wasted like the worker's time to try them on and stuff and be serviced. And he knew he wasn't going to buy shit. Oh, fuck, man. The cojones on that guy. The fucking balls on him. You know what I'm saying? Holy shit. I would be terrified. I would be sweating to the suit like, oh, fuck, they know I have no money. They know I'm not going to buy this and uh, I'm wasting their time and they're going to be mad at me. They're going to fucking make fucking face they're gonna pull faces at me as i leave the store as i look at them motherfucker wasting our time not that they're usually super busy in those stores anyway it depends it depends but still man the balls on that i'm gonna do that as a challenge to myself be courageous jeremy be courageous in the face of fear go try on a fucking five six thousand dollar suit that you know you're not gonna buy just to see it take a fucking instagram selfie oh yeah oh yeah I should like fucking take the selfie and then I'll just fucking put this audio over it. 
Like, look, baby, I set a goal and I did it. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams, dreams, dreams. All right, picture coming up. I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, I was listening to a, a meditation podcast. It wasn't a meditation podcast, but like on Impact Theory, there was a woman who's like a, uh, like a big meditation expert. And uh, she was on Broadway for a bit. And then she was like, you know what? I've always wanted to be on Broadway, but you know what, homie? This shit doesn't fulfill me the way it used to. Just fucking dancing around in these shoes, doing fucking somersaults in a starfish outfit for the Little Mermaid. Mm, that's not the dream. That's not the dream anymore. And so she got super like hella into meditation and shit. And she was talking about, okay, meditation strengthens telomeres. So our DNA degrades more slowly. It unspindles more slowly. You know how like DNA like slowly like it unspindles like a little like you're ripping licorice into red vines, baby. But anyway, what it leads to is like people that like, were fucking getting older who like meditated regularly. Their body was like 15 years younger. They f- were able to fucking shed 15 years of aging off their bodies. And it, what it comes from is the reduction of stress. Because stress ages us. Stress ages us so much. And you know something I'm going to say that, you know, it might not go over well with you. But the the truth hurts, homie. You know, the truth hurts, homie. Stress is totally caused by ourselves. You know, and it is like, you know, our our body is trained to produce that. Because, oh, when when something is important, we want to make sure we register it. So we make sure to do it, pay it proper attention, give it due importance, etc., etc. But I was reading this fucking book. That's in um, Monica's mom's bookshelf about, uh, and it's by this, it's by this doctor. And um, I think he's a brain doctor. I don't know. He studies some shit. I'll fucking, fucking look it up sometime later. But he was just talking about like stress. um, Like, it's like that Hamlet quote, right? Nothing is anything unless, until thinking makes it so. And I totally butchered it. You know, that's not what Shakespeare said. Shakespeare. That's not what Shakespeare said. But um, stressful thinking, like if we think a situation is stressful, then we stress ourselves out. But if you tell yourself like it's not stressful and you really just like repeat that, like, ah, don't be stressed about it. Like you can actually nip it in the bud. But the the tough thing is catching yourself because we are so chemically inclined to just like freak out about it. But it's true. Like I've like I've employed the thought since then. And it's like, you know, there's times I'll, I mean, I still fucking get stressed sometimes because you don't always catch yourself. I'm like, fuck, I'm stressed out. But every time I catch myself and I'm like, oh, but why am I stressed out? Like, I don't got to stress over this. Like, if I don't, if I just say the thing isn't stressful, then I'm fine. And then I chill the fuck out. It's great. Oh man. It was such a tool, such a tool. You know what else apparently meditation is good for? Like aiding with fertility. Apparently it just helps that the garden be more fertile to, you know, to germinate some seeds. Wow. What can't meditation do? Huh? Cure world hunger, maybe. Maybe it can. Maybe the fucking person meditating is like, oh, I fucking figured it out. I figured out how we're going to do it. Thanks, meditation. And apparently it also helps you sleep deeper at night. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to sleep deeper at night? And I was reading about like corpus callosums and stuff. What the fuck is a corpus callosum, man? Well, I know it like connects the two parts of the brain, left and right. I'm going to fucking Google it. Hold on one second. The corpus callosum, Latin for tough body, also colossal commissure, is a wide, thick nerve tract consisting of a flat bundle of commissural fibers 
beneath the cerebral cortex in the brain. Cool. What does it do? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, oh, that, that literally is all it. It connects the left and right sides of the brain, allowing for communication between both hemispheres. There you go. Its purpose is to merge the two sides of the brain. That's pretty cool, though. But um, I was looking at um, I was reading a blink of um. So Annika Harris, she's a, I think she's a neuroscientist. Is she? Or does she... Is she not a scientist, but she just, like, studies the brain? I freaking forgot. But she has a book about consciousness, and I was looking at some of the stuff in there, and, like, there are studies where, like, there's, like, a man, right, and his corpus callosum was severed, so his left and right sides of the brain couldn't communicate. And so, like, he was holding something in one hand because one brain, like, processed, like, how to grip... Or, sorry, one half of the brain... And the other half of the brain was in charge of like knowing where things are like on your body or whatever. And since they couldn't communicate, he was holding a thing, but he wasn't aware of it. How crazy is that, huh? They're like, homeboy, you're holding it. And he's like, oh, oh my God. But apparently, and apparently like Rain Man or like the, the, the real guy that, you know, the movie was based off of, he had his cor- corpus callosum split and his brains, you know, his, the half of his brain split. He could be looking at two different pages two different books simultaneously, one with each eye, and be memorizing stuff. Fudge, man. How insane is that? But the reason why that, that kind of corpus callosum thing is so significant to the idea of consciousness, I know it's a little bit of a tangent, but I mean, meditation, consciousness, you know, same world. Same world. But um, just the fact that like, oh, the left brain can have this consciousness, the right brain can have this consciousness, they're thinking it's possible for you know, beings like to have separate consciousnesses that join, like more simple versions of consciousness that join to form more complex ones. For example, maybe every creature, everything on earth is conscious in some way, of but in a limited way. Like maybe rocks can tell if things are getting hotter or colder, you know? They're only t- conscious of temperature. How crazy is that, huh? Or maybe a certain thing only has consciousness of sight or of touch or of smell, whatever. And then it just, and then it just, oh man, that's cool, huh? I'm going to sip some water. Oh man. Multiple consciousnesses merging. You know, what's so funny and ironic too is like how often are we like, man, I don't want to talk about that. I don't give a fuck. Actor in the target presence happiness. And you know that stuff I was talking about earlier where I was talking about like, oh yeah, like we all want to be masters, but maybe just like enjoy going deep into the thing and blah, 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 blah. A kind of, you know, similar idea expressed by this, not Annika Blackburn, Annika Blackburn, <laughs> not Annika Harris, but the other meditation lady I mentioned from Broadway. Um, She just talked about how like, you know, she like fucking did her goal setting and her visioning and you know, her manifesting, like this is, this book is going to, about meditation is going to be a New York Times bestseller. It's going to happen. And like they launched the book and it wasn't. I mean, she was just saying like, but you know, after they launched the book, she did get messages from people about how much the book had changed their lives. And so maybe it's like, we do need to set these big goals to motivate us to do the work, to get the things done. But even if those things don't happen, maybe it's the lives that we we change along the way that's a lot more important i think it's more important you know like how many fucking whatever authors i've never read a book from are on the new york times bestseller list a lot it's a lot but 
You know, we're here to change lives, baby. We're here to change lives, baby. And also, just speaking of, you know, changing lives, some people's lives who are, are changing a lot recently that I fucking think don't deserve it, um, Aquafina and Henry Golding. And you know what, maybe down the line, if I'm fucking having my own show and stuff, these clips are going to come to bite me in the ass. You know, and people are going to be like, oh, fuck, Jeremy talks shit about Aquafina and Henry Golding. I don't give a fuck. This shit has to be said, bro. Aquafina is not even good, bro. Monica and I were discussing it. Like, she's just Asian. She And she's under fire for her fucking black scent, which she's been using to get bigger. And she's in, like, that indie film. I mean, the movie looks great. But why Aquafina? You know, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I'm forgetting what it's called. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I really did not enjoy her in Crazy Rich Asians. I thought she was trash. But I didn't like a lot of the acting in, in Crazy Rich Asians, to be honest. Which just goes back to, bro, like, ah. Why aren't there more talented Asian actors, man? Where are y'all at, bro? Where are y'all at? Maybe they just need more resources, more training. I don't know. Henry Golden was fucking ass. I listened to, um, like, a podcast with uh, the writer of Crazy Rich Asians and the director. And there was something like, oh, yeah, like the first screen test of Henry Golding, like he was so bad. It was just awful. He was so tense. And then we told him, just be yourself. And it was way better. And in my mind, I'm like, bro, um, is the first screen test the whole movie? Bro, it's not natural. He's not natural, man. Oh, man, he's so stilted to me. But whatever, man. They needed the look. Right place, right time, right character. They're making a thing of him. Oh, God. And that's the thing about Hollywood, too, though, is I know, like, so much of it is based on what people want to see on screen, what's going to sell, you know, who you know, who gets found, the opportunity, blah, 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 all this stuff. But it is just so crazy how many people that are just so, like, not talented just find so much success and opportunity and get money. And that's how it's always been. That's probably how it'll always be. And there are super talented people, obviously, like fucking how good were Leo and Brad in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, but it's all, but it's all good. We out here telling stories when we can, where we can. You know, their weird thought just like crossed my mind the other day. I was like watching people just walk their dogs, right? And what if there was a dystopia where everyone was just like walking pigs? Like how fucking funny would that be? You know, just walking your little pig like, oh my God, his name's Cliff, you know, his name's Stuart. Oh my god, look at his cute little tail. They all would look the same, wouldn't they? There aren't nearly as many pigs. What if we bred over like the next few hundred, whatever, hundred years, thousand years? Like a bunch of different pig species? Oh my god, Maltese pig. Shit pig. You know, German, German shit pig. (laughs) That'd be so fucking funny. Oh my god, somebody make that a cartoon. Somebody animate that show. I'll watch that show. But... But I know like Twilight Zone and other places have done like people with pig faces. There's like weird stuff done with pigs for sure. But I feel like my idea of pigs as dogs, I've never heard that before. Let's get it. Let's get it to happen. Let's get it to freaking happen. And I've been riding the bus a lot. And I've just been thinking like, bro, like how do people read on the bus? Like I start to get dizzy if I look at my phone too much on the bus. And if I try to write or read, I get so dizzy. Like, I have such a headache. Am I not normal? Am I... Am I a freak? (laughs) I don't know how y'all do it, man. But kudos, you know? 
all these people reading on the bus. They're fucking steamy romance novels and shit. They're like Stephen King books. Bro, I feel like that's such a that's such a revealing thing, like the book you're choosing to read on the bus. I'd be self-conscious, man. I'd feel like people are going to look at me and be like, oh, that's what he's reading? What a fucking dolt. What a fucking idiot. That's what he's reading? Read a fucking better book. There's so many books, though, huh? There's so many books. Oh, I love books. You know what else I was thinking about? Is like, how bitch do I look sipping a straw in public? Oh, my God. Have you ever thought about that? Like, there's just like a straw and you're in public and I just go over and you put your lips around it and then you suck? Like you're seven years old? You're like, I want my orange juice. Oh, I want my orange juice. Oh my God. How are we not all just way too embarrassed to be sipping on straws in public? You know? How fucking lame do we look? Oh my God. Plastic straw, paper straw, metal straw, it don't matter. If you're a dude, if you're like a man, and you're sipping on a straw, bro? Oh, <laughs> Oh man, you know, oh man. And that being said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still do it in, pro- in public. Like I literally had a juice box at work today. Golden Pash, baby. Ooh, Golden Pash. Monica put me on that juice. It's great. And I'm still going to do, just sip my juice boxes. I don't care, bro. 26 years old, whatever. Sipping juice boxes at the call center. Sipping juice boxes at the call center, 26 years old. You know it. You know it. But, you know, I, I got to acknowledge the fact that I look so bitch, you know, and that's just, uh, and it's all right. Also, some other crazy thing I was reading in like one of the things on Blinkist is like, I think it was about blockchain, but just about how like right now, you know, different things that we use like Facebook, Instagram, emails, blah, 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 blah. A lot of people have different pieces of our information, like stuff we like, stuff we blah, 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 purchase, what we listen to, blah, 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 blah. And then they sell those pieces of information to advertisers so they better know how to advertise to us based on what we want. And so all these different companies that we use are making money off of us without our consent. I mean, we kind of know. And what are we going to do? Stop using the platforms so they don't use our information? <laughs> nah, you know, it's too useful. But with the blockchain, they were saying there might be this thing called the me model, where like hypothetically all of the little bits of information possessed by different companies, we could own all of it in one place and we could choose to sell our information to marketers and blah, 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 blah. Oh man, how great would that be, huh? Just monetizing our own information. <sighs> Things are crazy though. Honestly, like I was calling, what was I calling for? I was calling for like UNHCR, like the charity. And, um, I was just making phone calls like for an, an appeal that was going out in the mail, calling up, you know, former donors, like letting them know about it. And on my phone, I have never received an ad for charity. That evening, I was scrolling through Instagram. I had an ad for UNHCR. What the fuck? Our phones are listening, man. Our phones, everything's listening. It's probably, it's listening to this podcast right now. Oh, man. I wish I got paid for that, you know? Let me get, let me get a little ching. Let me get a little cha. Ching. You know, for, for my information. Come on. Come on. I deserve it. We deserve it. And you know what's something that I was thinking about recently? Like a quality. Okay, let me preface this by saying I have many bad qualities. And I'm aware of this. I'm working on them. You know, I'm working on them. 
but I just thought of a good quality that I have. And I would say, hey, I think to, to embrace this would serve you well. Um, I'm so used to like seeing the rules, seeing how things should be done. Like this is how it happens. This is how it works. And I'll just fucking try anyway. You know, and I think I got that from my mom. Like it never hurts to ask, you know, like just let's see if, if they, they can make an exception. If I can come up, if I can come up, 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 because people are too afraid to ask. They just don't want to look silly. They don't want to look foolish. Whatever. I understand that. But when you're like your boy and you don't care about looking like that, say, hey, can I get that? Uh, can I get a little extra sauerkraut on my, on my hot dog? Can I get a little extra sauerkraut on my hot dog? Chances are they say, yep, sauerkraut away, homeboy. And that's what we live for. That's we get we that's what we live for the free perks, the free boat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but they are nice, you know? Like I tried to see if I could get an extension to work at my call center job because it's just like chill, it's convenient. I said, Hey, can I work past the six months? I sent it in. You know, I didn't like my chances. I didn't get approved, but at least I tried. At least I tried, you know? Moral of the story, you gotta try. You gotta try. But just speaking of qualities, you know what's something that I'm so like not is I'm like, I'm so not competitive, you know? Well, that's not true. I guess I can be in like certain ways. Like if I really care about something, if I really love something, but it's so rare that I'm competitive. Like when I'm trying to win a game or win sports or blah, 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 blah. Like I don't really care. You know, I just kind of don't give a fuck. You know, maybe it's the Kelly in me. Maybe it's something else. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe I like used to be a little bit more because I just I don't know I put all this pressure on myself. Maybe with acting, with arts, with success, but even not that much. If I when I really that, that, that's probably the only time like when I really wanted a role. I'm like let me get that fucking role, and I didn't get the role. Whatever. I was furious, man. I remember one time I didn't get a role I wanted for this musical. I think I fucking cried, bro. I was like, what do you mean I didn't? What the fuck, bro? I was fucking angry, bro. I was angrier than Hop in in the latest season of Stranger Things. Have you guys seen that? How fucking angry is Hop now, huh? He's like furious all the time. He kind of annoyed me, honestly. Like, I didn't like him. You know? Like, oh, man. I just didn't care about Hop this season. I was like, bro, fucking chill out. I liked the shirt he got from the JCPenney, though. I'd wear that shirt from JCPenney in the 1980s. Yo. That was a fire ash. I'll probably fucking see if I can find that on eBay. JC Penny shirt hop war on Stranger Things. But God, they made I think I feel like they really made him not too likable in this latest season. You know? Also Dacker Montgomery, the dude like the Billy. Like he's an Aussie actor, for those who don't know. And he made like um he made these like pod like he's doing a podcast, but when I looked at it, it was just the kind of trailers where it's like poems he's written. And he kind of like speaks slash sings them to like music that like music that some of his friends have made. And this fool literally only has the trailers up like a minute or two minute trailer, like two of them. And it was already like, you know, one of the top podcasts in the Apple store. Crazy, man. Crazy how big Stranger Things is. So much reach, you know, so much reach. I follow CNN on um, on Instagram and like I'll see like cool shit they post sometimes. And I saw they had like a new fucking picture of like some galaxy, some new galaxy that was just, I think, spotted by the Hubble telescope. And I really just sat there. Like, I think 
Like I've seen so many pictures of galaxies, but it was the first time I really just sat there and I stared at the galaxy and I was just thinking, I really just imagined at every single one of those stars, a solar system like ours and the possibility of even one of those planets having life and what it might look like. And just that little imaginative exercise. Wow. I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed with the beauty and possibility and splendor of the universe. How crazy is it, huh? How crazy are all, all those stars and all those galaxies? Like so many solar systems, so many planets, so many stars, so many galaxies. It's crazy to me when people don't believe in aliens. Oh my God, we went camping and there was this girl uh, that was there and she was like, oh yeah, no, I don't believe in aliens or like God or anything. I'm just like, where's the proof? Where's the proof? Oh, how, how short-sighted is it to think that these five senses of our human body are able to perceive everything in the universe that exists? How naive is that? You know, you think that you hold the keys to all of creation and existence with your little pudgy Cheeto-eating fingers? Nah. Nah, I don't reckon. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Yo, I had to call Optus the other day because I was trying to like sort out something with my, my phone plan. Oh my God, worse customer service ever. I'm like, okay, here's my issue. And they're like, oh, okay, that's this department. Let me send you there. I get sent over there. I tell them my issue. Oh, that's actually this apartment. Let me, let me send you to this department. Blah, 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 blah. I probably freaking got sent to like eight different departments. Still, nobody helped me with my thing. Oh my God. It was like lemon. It was like lemon by, by NERD. It's like bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing, bouncing. That was me. That was me. That was Optus. I was the lemon. That was Optus's plaything. Just bouncing around, getting no help, getting no help. Oh my gosh. Man, I should work at that call center, bro. They don't got to do shit. They just got to be like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, unfortunately, that's not under my jurisdiction. That's not under my... I actually do this. I'm going to send you over to this department. Imagine you're just transferring calls all day. They're probably fucking dipping celery in Nutella and fucking reading books and shit. They're probably watching movies on their Kindles, just fucking sending calls around fuck that fuck you guys man but also give me a job but also hire me but fuck you but also can i please have a job no <laughs> i read a uh, a mark manson article and something i really liked you know that i thought was useful that he said was sometimes we're like oh you know we can ask ourselves what's our purpose what am i meant to be doing blah 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 but it's something he was saying is like you know to him a more useful question is like, what can I do that feels important? Or what is what is more important than what I'm doing right now? What is the most important thing I can do right now? And that's actually been great for me. Like, I'll just look at the possible things I can do, the to-do list, and I'm like, okay, really, what's the most important right now? What's the, you know, it, what, what's that guiding value of like, I should be doing this with my time? That works out. That totally works out. You know, and, and he was talking about like when, when he used to play video games as a kid, you know, he just loved video games. And as he got older, he realized that aspect of video games that appealed to him was being able to improve 
Like he just loves the idea of improvement, of growth, and just getting better at that video game. And it made me realize, me, you know, what's my favorite video games of all time? Like, you know, Skyrim, Oblivion, the Fallout games, probably Red Dead Redemption 2 now. God, is that game good. But it made me realize, like, oh, what I value is escaping into other worlds and being different people. And that really makes sense why I was like, oh, that's why I'm I'm acting. (laughs) It's all connected. It all comes right around. How about all that, uh, that Area 51 craziness, huh? Oh my gosh. I was trying to listen because me and Kevin and Matt are planning on doing a podcast, like just talking about it and just exploring some of the stuff. And so we, I, I was listening to some other podcasts that have been done about it. Man, sometimes I listen to other podcasts and like, even if the material is good, like people's voices can be so annoying or so nerdy. Like they sound so nerdy. And I just don't like to listen. Like, it's just grating on my ear. I'm like, oh my, I, I don't want to, I don't want to hear your voice. You know, maybe there are people who feel that way about my voice. I don't know. And you're like, oh man, how annoying is Jeremy's voice? But I remember like one of my speech teachers before, she's like, Jeremy, like you, you know, you should do radio, you know? And I was like, oh, thanks. That's so sweet of you. She was like, cause you have a voice that like cuts through the music. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a sweet thing to say. You know what I mean? And like Monica actually used to do radio, you know, back in the Philippines. And like, it's really hard. You know, I have a lot of respect for, you know, quality radio people and just the kind of personas they create and how interesting they are, you know, and, and what they do. And, you know, I definitely don't think that's, you know, that's something that's for me. You know, I think those people got to be so dedicated and, and just really have that, you know, have that thing. But guess what, baby? I will podcast though. I'll keep on podcasting and hopefully you like my voice a little more than I like some of these other motherfuckers' voices. Oh, man. He's like, yeah. And so like in Area 51, like we, ugh, that's not even good. That's like a, a, a cliche voice. What's like, what are the voices I was actually hearing? He's like, yeah, no, I was just thinking that like, um, you know, like, yeah, if we go into Area 51, oh, man, they just sounded fucking dumb. You know, you'll just have to take my word for it. <laughs> Man, like I want to listen, I want to support, but but they make it so hard, you know? And I was signing into something on my phone the other day. What about those, uh, what about those recaptchas? Huh? Those things you got to do to like prove you're not a robot. Oh man, those are getting out of control. It used to be like one thing, you choose one picture and you're good to go. Now it's fucking like, okay, now cho- choose, uh, choose all the boxes out of the crosswalk. Okay, okay. Now choose all the all the lights in the in the boxes. Okay, crosswalk again. All right, where's Santa Claus? Okay, now we're gonna find Waldo. And okay, one more thing of crosswalks. It just kept on going, and I was like, "Fuck, bro, I am a real person. Let me into my account, please." Why do you gotta recapture? Why do you gotta make it so difficult? And you know what? You should sponsor me. Because I'm, I'm plugging you hard right now. I got a lot of listeners. Did you not hear the beginning of this podcast? I'm fucking international, baby. I'm fucking international. And I'm... <laughs> but oh man, recaptures. Oh, I can't stand them. You know, how about this? Let's have one image, you know? There should be like a, a fucking picture of us. They could probably access that now, with all the information they have. It shows you a picture of... And it's nine boxes... And one of the boxes has our face, our own, your own face in it. And it says, choose your face. You click it, bam, 
you're the human, bro. You're the human. Or even nine faces. It just has a picture of, of your face and then eight other random faces. Pick your face. You're the only one who knows you, you know? And how is the fucking recapture going to know that you're you? Well, fucking that's where the technologists come in. All right, that's where the coders come in. That's not my jurisdiction. I come up with the ideas. You guys do the grunt work. Make it happen. Make it happen. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you know, I think probably like the, the, the last thing. No, actually, no. Maybe two things. So one thing I want to say, you know, as I, as I near the end of this podcast, it's, it's human nature. You know, we, I think we all want to get caught up in something bigger than ourselves. And in, the, in, the, in our 20s, it can be really tough because there are so many things to get caught up in. We don't know necessarily which is the one, which one we're going to do, which one is important. But, you know, maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's an addiction you have to something, which is, you know, I'm not saying you get addicted to something bad, but it's possible. You know, maybe it's football. Maybe it's a religion. And um, I don't know, I really just think it is so important to find that thing, you know, to, to just kind of give you hope, to kind of just get you through the days, you know, with that belief that things are going to be better, things are going to be brighter, and um, and just make you feel connected to to a certain community, you know, because it's something that's like with our modern age, it's so easy to not have that. Like, it's like on social media, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like the worldwide community, but it's not, you know, the, the level of fulfillment you get from that smaller group, from that more personalized group. And uh, I, I think I'm still working on finding mine in different ways. You know, I, I do feel more in touch lately with like a higher power, you know, undefined, unattached to any, you know, particular religious group. But you know, I wish that for you. I wish you a sense of belonging. I wish for you a sense of community, of peace, of harmony, of purpose. You know, onwards and upwards, baby. And, um, you know, I, I think I, 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 I don't know if I mentioned it really briefly earlier on about the Joel Osteen thing, but like the thing I was listening to right now is like, it's, it's not over, you know, it's, and, and like I was kind of joking about it earlier, but it's really, I think that's probably what I want to leave you with today, where like maybe, you know, your, your dreams feel like they're on hold. They feel like they're really being stymied by life. There is a, a relationship you're in that, uh, you know, is feeling suffocated and, and you're scared, you know, about what, what might happen you know, or just anything, you know, your, your business is not taking off, whatever it is. And it feels like you've failed so many times. You've let yourself down so many times. You've let other people down so many times and you don't have the answers and you don't know what's going to happen, you know, and if you believe in God, trust that God is, you know, didn't bring you this far to, to see you fall now, you know, and is going to open a path where there is no path. And if you don't believe in that, believe in something, believe in yourself even, you know, that even if you, you can't see it right now, just trust there is that light on the horizon. And if you just believe, if you just keep on moving, if you just keep on stepping, you're going to get there. You're going to, I'm going to get there. You're going to get there. We're all going to get there 
because we believe in something, we believe in ourselves, and we believe that we deserve to be happy and fulfilled. (laughs) Ah, but yeah, no, hey, thanks for listening again this week. You know, if you're so inclined, leave a five-star review. And if you haven't heard the other podcast where I was telling you, I don't want no four, three, two, or one-star reviews, don't even leave it. Don't even think about it, bucko. Give me a, give me five stars or give me death. And by death, I mean just don't leave a review. Just don't worry about it, you know. But it would be cool because I know you guys are listening. You know, it would be cool to just like, I don't know, just see what you guys are thinking about things, you know. If, if you guys are thinking about any of these topics a little more deeply, you know, if you want to message me on Instagram, on YouTube, or just say something in the freaking in your review, I don't know, subscribe, you know, and even if you don't listen to all the episodes, whatever, maybe like you'll subscribe and then you'll forget about me for like 10 episodes and then I'll be doing an episode about stuff you're interested in. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll check that out. You never know what the future holds. Tell all your friends. <laughs> I'm mad with power. I'm mad with power now. I freaking, I decided I'm going to freaking ask for these things. And now I'm just going, oh, no holds barred, balls to the wall. But uh, yeah, no, Jeremy, not funny, funny guy on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Thanks for being here. You're fucking beautiful. I wish you all the best. You know, I wish you all the best. And and I wish myself the best. And I wish all of us the best. Because you know what? There's enough best to go around. Don't forget it, partner. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Ba-bling, ba-bling. Peace out, girly scout. Uh, let's drink a bottle of water. All right, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Be safe out there. Have a great night. Have a good morning. Have a good workout. Have a good thing at work. Whatever you're doing. Peace out. Oh my God, I could keep doing this forever, but I'm not. Okay, bye-bye.